What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 15 of Cognac Confessions. I'm your host, Shut Up Talon. And I am Jayla O. And this is episode 15, Neighborhood Hero. So, Jayla, what have you been up to this past week? Well, you know, chilling, you know, same old thing. Um, no work, home. Um, this past weekend, I did go to a concert, um, real lit, real fun. I really had a blast, really had the time of my life. Um, that $200 ticket was worth the coin because <laughs> I, it was just, it was giving everything I need to give. Um, they always have surprise performances. And girl, when I tell you, Travis, when Travis Porter came out, like I almost shed a tear. Crime Mob came out. Michael Montana. It was girl. So bad. Girl, Yandro, the old Atlanta session at that concert really gave Woody to give. Um, and yeah, and this weekend I'm also excited because I'm going to an exotic sipping paint. Um, if y'all don't know what it is, it's basically like you know, a little freak nasty sipping paint, and it's on the side. So and it's her alley so yeah i'm like so excited i'm so excited girl so what you been on what you been um up to girl what's going on honestly y'all this was the chillest weekend i've ever had like i honestly did not do that much besides like go to work um i did go to, I, okay let me go back you went to that party that i went to yeah i was literally there for like a total of 15 to 20 minutes I wasn't there that long so that does not count but I did go to Botica, Botica and Buckhead and when I tell y'all first of all I'm give y'all my honest review um food was gross like not seasoned at all and first of all they had more than what you thought they had on their menu the, the Mexican spot right yeah, the food was so nasty, y'all. Like, oh, no. oh my gosh, it was so nasty. Like, I literally couldn't even eat it. Like, I was just like, at this point, fuck it, I'll just get drunk because it was so nasty. Like, the food was so gross, but the bottomless mimosas were so like the flavors they had were so good. Like, that was good. But um, maybe I was just a little too lit or something. I just didn't pay attention to my bill. But somehow my bill came up to $65 and the bottomless mimosas was $17 and my meal was $20. So I don't know if that was just a huge service charge or what what it was. But um, yeah, that was that that threw me off. But the food was really nasty. The drinks were good um and yeah that's pretty much it besides me going to work I ain't really did anything this week I am going home to bartend my first wedding reception so I'm really excited because I just love love and I just feel like me going to this wedding reception is just gonna just just gonna do it for me I need to go to a wedding I love weddings Every two Last week I went to was my sister's wedding, and I was lit as bitch at the reception. So somebody needed about me. I don't think I'm gonna be too lit at because um working. Well, I get lit when I work, baby. I'm a lit bartender. I'm not sitting there sober. I'm drinking while you drinking. Mm-hmm. But they 
um, the client, their family, they aren't big drinkers. So she was like, she probably just going to have like one signature drink and the rest wine. Don't get me wrong. I get wine drunk, but like it's a reception. I want to get fucked up. So. Nah, we, we we did an open bar for my sister. Uh, with. And that's how it should be. <laughs> it was me. Oh, yeah, I got one good thing to share with y'all. So last night, y'all, I was really sad or whatever because it was raining. It was Monday. I hate fucking Mondays. And I hate having to work nine hours on a Monday. And then I got off work at 10 o'clock. And guess what? Battery dead. So I was sad. And I asked my boyfriend, he sang to me when we got home. And he was singing to me in the shower. And then he was telling me that at our wedding reception, I asked him, I said, can you and your uh, line brothers, uh, they like you know they be your background uh, dance. and he made a whole routine for me y'all he made a whole routine oh for me to some Maxwell and showed me what they gonna do and I thought it was so <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell <laughs> he said he said they gonna perform this and then they gonna turn into a sexy hop oh Jesus <laughs> I cannot wait to see that I'll be on the floor him, I said, me and my friends gonna come with it. I said, I don't be Beyonce, and ain't gonna be my background dancers. So just get ready, get your, get your, make sure you got your splits in a couple years, baby. Yeah, baby, it's, it's gonna, turn around and hit them with that. So. This, this ain't never going away, never. Okay, but yeah, y'all. So, anyways, uh, speaking of good news and things of that sort. Um, this week we are giving a shot to Never Have I Ever, which is a new, is it a series? Yes, it's a, um, it was, it came out with a new season. It's only on season two, so it is still fairly new, but mm-hmm. Never Have I Ever is a series, original series on Netflix. And the first season came out last year, 2020, while we was in quarantine, and they just came out with the second season, and tell y'all like that show is good first of all it's um i like how i diverse it is like it's not just a regular daily old white teeny bopper show like it is kind of like a coming of age show but it's a indian girl and she has a friend her friend is black and her friend is just like realizing that she was like bisexual in like season one Season two, she got a whole girlfriend, but yeah, she is bisexual. I think she, maybe she might be just straight up gay. Then she also has an Asian friend in a group who's like a theater kid. And then her name is Debbie. Miss Debbie, she's Indian. So like her parents are very, very strict. And, and season two was basically about her juggling two boyfriends i'm like okay miss girl like you done changed a lot since season one season one you was at like you was scared to talk to the boys now you got two boyfriends getting caught up and it's just good it's just good and also y'all a very familiar face that's in the show is common common is in the show okay then so yeah y'all really need to hop into it because it's it's good never have i ever is so good it's so cute i cannot wait season three I'm, I'm going to watch it because you gave me some good shows last week and I've been watching them. I've been watching, well, you know, I just finished um, Run the World mm-hmm. and then I am halfway, not not too much halfway, but um, kind of in the middle of First Wives Club and I love that show. Hmm. Oh, 
Girl, yes. Also, y'all, right quick before we get into it, mix of things, make sure y'all check out new episode of Ear Hustling. Um, yes, we was featured again. So shout out to them. Thank y'all for inviting us back. It was a good time. Yeah, check it out. Ear hustling. And please make sure y'all go on a TikTok and vouch for us because they tore me to pieces. Maybe. Um, the, the, the people on their TikTok drag me to pieces. So make sure y'all check that out. And also make sure y'all check out our Big Homie Codec. I was just featured on there. And you just gotta check them out because it's Codec. And you know that. So yeah, check them out. Check them out for real. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to them too. Well, anyways, with this, this week's hot topic, there's been a lot that's been going on um, in the media. And, you know, if you are familiar with Erica Mina and Safari, there has been a lot of their marriage drama um, in the blogs, the news or whatever. Um, but recently, Safari said that he feels that marriage is too serious. And I feel like that's a very, like, um, first of all, it's harsh to say when you're still married. Um, but it's still, like... Um, inappropriate it's inappropriate and um that's, that's not the word i'm looking for i'm looking for immature yeah immature and stupid. it's very <laughs> like you are they're over 30 i'm sure talking about marriage is too serious for you sir i'm sorry that when you were 21 and 22 you were trying to be nikki's hype man and all trying to be you know the first husband of the barbs but at this point, it's it's the, it's about that time, you know. Yeah, him saying that is honestly just so stupid to me because I'm like, first of all, how you a grown man sitting up here and saying that once you get married, everything is just too serious. Last time I checked, marriage is a serious thing, right? So, what you like? You saying that for what? It's kind of like good, nigga. Like, what do you mean, like? Of course, marriage is serious. Just like having a baby is serious. Those two things that are very serious and people want to play around with it acting like it's, you know, for play play when no shit is serious. And then when they get into it, it's like, damn, this is a lot. Well, yeah, nobody said marriage was easy. Nobody said having a kid was easy. So the fact that y'all doing this all, you know, all willy nilly is crazy. Yeah, and I feel like that's a lot of guys nowadays. Like, a lot of guys are just feeling like like getting married or having a baby is not as serious as it is. Like, those are lifetime commitments that you are making. Like, do you not realize that? Are you just talking? And then for you to, like, this is not his first time saying something like that. Like, he literally said on national TV that he didn't know having a kid and marriage was this much work. Like what did you think it was like genuinely honest to like what did you think this was right you thought what like i just mm. <laughs> how many guys think like that marriage is too serious okay just say you want to still be in your whole face but see where you messed up at what people need to understand is you need to kind of humble yourself and get to know yourself when you're talking about marriage is too serious and the third do you think that if you get divorced right now 
bitch is just going to be flocking at your door. First of all, girls are attracted to a guy when he is treating his woman a certain type of way. So if you've been on national TV doing this and the third to your wife. Do you really think people are going to be flocking at you? You might as well stay married at that point. You embarrassing yourself. Not yeah. Erica. They only flocking because they want to check. That's all. Right. That's all. Not nothing more than that. They just want to shake. Not because they like you. Not because they like you know your company. It's because you have a chick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's enough for me. And other things that are enough for me is um, Texas outlawing talking bad about the KKK. Yeah. Um. One thing about Texas. They gonna try their hardest to uphold their little racist principles, and, and it's just like really crazy because y'all know I'm from South Carolina. South Carolina it was the last state to let slavery go. Honestly, truly, them in Texas about a little neck and neck when it comes to the racism shit. Mm-hmm. Georgia is a close third, if not third, very much so. Yeah, I might show. It get a little wild now. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Georgia is very racist. Like, once you get out of Atlanta, baby, it is very much Confederate flags yeah. and pale all yeah. down the highway. Yeah. But Texas, I mean, I just feel like, you know, you have some major cities that are predominantly Black, or you see that a lot of Black people are flocking to, or they're trying to make the next Atlanta because it, in the next five years, Houston will be the next Atlanta where so many black people are going. So the fact that y'all are trying so hard to still kind of uphold these racist values is really crazy to me. And they, and they, with that same bill, they are taking um, Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech out of curriculum. Yeah, like it's not a requirement. Like you don't have to teach that anymore. So it's like, what are y'all trying to get? But see, the good thing about today in social media is that these kids are getting phones at like fucking three and four. Like they might can't read, but they can they can understand what they see in these videos. And with that, I feel like it's gonna be a I feel like that's a lot of reason why they did that because it's so much. I'm not gonna say it's misconception, but from their eyes, it's so much misconception of how the KKK is. And that's why they wanna try to remove that stereotype from the school systems. But that is crazy. And that is really fucking up history. Yeah, and it's, but the gag is, it's crazy to me. It was really crazy to me. Um, um, black history in America and the school system is already like ridiculously watered down. And limited. Like it's already watered down. Like it's really already watered down. And it's like y'all don't even want to acknowledge the basics. Okay. Right. And 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 the thing about that is like like you said, it's very watered down. And what's really crazy about it being watered down is like when I came to Clark, I learned so much. Like I was like, damn. Same. And- I was in all these honors and AP class because I don't know shit about American history. Like, it was a whole breath of fresh air learning stuff that I was learning. And then it's like, they don't even really teach the honest truth about stuff. They don't even really teach you about what happened to Martin Luther King. It's so many times where the conversation of when Martin Luther King was suffocated or whatever they post on Twitter comes up at least once every six months. And you see grown adults asking 
What happened to him? What y'all mean he wasn't assassinated? I don't know. That's, that's crazy to me. Like, it's really crazy that people can decide what they want to teach. And y'all not teaching the honest truth. And then people get out of there and now everybody's dumb. You know, not dumb, but they're kind of, you know. Brainwashed. Yeah, they're brainwashed. And they're ignorant to things that have happened. And then the crazy thing about it too is you only learn certain things when you go to certain schools. So what we're learning at Clark or what we learned at Clark, they're not learning that at a PWI. They're not learning that at Georgia College. All they're learning is Christopher Columbus is his big hero. Meanwhile, we want to school on Christopher Columbus Day. Do you know about Georgia College? You probably don't, you ain't never heard of Georgia College. Mm-mm. It's real, like, it's real small, white-ass college that a lot of my Caucasian counterparts um, went to. I 100% promise they, they don't know shit at Georgia College. Georgia College is straight Caucasian. Right, and that's why I was so pressed on not going to a PWI because... Like, you know, if you know me for real and if you listen to this, then you know that my friends, my friends in high school and middle school were very much Caucasian. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. That, that is crazy. That is very much crazy. But we're going to hop into this hot topic. I mean, not hot topic. Lord Jesus, it's this um, margarita gets to me. We're going to hop into the topic today. <laughs> which is neighborhood hero. So with this topic, you know, um, recently it was a situation with the baby where some kids tried to trick him out of $200 when they were selling candy. They told him they had, I, I forgot how many pieces, maybe like 70 pieces or maybe like 30 or 40 pieces mm-hmm. of candy. They said it was $2 a piece, but they told him for the whole box it's 200 And he was like, like y'all trying to get over on me like that's not what it is so he gave them four dollars for the two pieces of candy he got so it was like this big uproar people was like you know the baby should have gave them two hundred dollars that's nothing to him it's nothing to him but you know do celebrities really have to give their money up just because they have it well in that case i'm not like standing up for the baby or anything but I I do feel where he probably was coming from only because just like y'all wasn't doing this out of like pure intentions. Like yeah, you was trying to you was trying to hit a lick damn near on me. And and that's and that's exactly what how I feel about it. Yeah, like don't be lying. Like don't be lying. Like if you would have been honest, then yes, maybe I would have bought the whole box and then some. But since you want to get up here and lie to me, like I can't do simple math. Oh no, bitch! Learn your your list. Learn your list. Right, and and that's exactly how I feel. I feel like they were wrong for that, but I feel like you know a lot of people are wrong in that same type of situation because like if a celebrity or you know somebody that's rich or whatever um, donates a certain amount of money, it's like, well, why the fuck did you post? Why the fuck did you you, you get this amount of money? Why you didn't give this? Why you didn't do this? Why you didn't do that? Are people really obligated to give back to their community if they make it? I don't really think they obligated, but I think think you should as a personal moral because you know you. I I feel like 
me personally, I want to see certain things that, like I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I want to see certain things done in Greenville that I don't feel like nobody is doing or I don't feel like I just want to do certain things for my city just because that's where I'm from and I want to be able to put my city on the map. However, I doubt that you are obligated to do those certain things because you have money. That's yeah. your money. You earned it. That's true. You earned it. You more than likely probably worked your ass off for it. But I do feel like you said like you should. Not saying you have to. Now, I'm not saying once you start getting a little six figures, you should just start giving out your money. No. I'm saying like like motherfucking Jeff Bezos. Like, like just rich for no reason. This nigga so rich, he got bored and just wanted to go to space. Like, shit like that. Like, spending money on stupid shit like that. Like, like that type of rich should definitely be helping out the community and help the poor. But why? You you really do not need all that damn money. But you, how do you know that, bitch? What do you mean? You you that bored? This man got so much money. He's bored. He went to space for fun. He don't need that. Do you need? How to go you to gonna tell him what he need though? What satisfies him? When you just like now, when we graduated college. Or even even being in college, certain things to us got boring. So we started doing more exclusive, more expensive things, right? We did. I did. <laughs> I did. Okay, I don't so, know. I don't know what the exclusive. I don't know what is the exclusive. Really, I'm just saying, like, okay, for example, we're gonna we just gonna be like, put it simple. You started buying more. When you get more money, you start doing more expensive things. Do you not? You do. Because you have the money to dispose, correct? Correct. So at this point, certain things that we do are boring to him because he's already done them. He's already bought these bottles that we buy. He's already done went to these places that we've toured. He's already done this, this, and that, and third. So now this is something new for him to do. Is okay. he really obligated to help somebody that nine times out of ten, when they get some money, they gonna just spend that shit on Gucci and Louis Vuitton? Okay, I get what you're saying with that, but then again, it's like, how can you feel so like even like people that um let's say um because not even just community, it's been a topic where it's like if you get rich as fuck, like should you help out your family members? And that's the case by case situation. I just said this keep looking. Some of your family can be real trusting. Just saying. But let's say, like, for example, if I get rich, like rich as hell, like, I don't know, Beyonce status. Like, I really ain't gotta do shit else for the rest of my life because I'm just <laughs> rich. Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable just rolling around all that money and my mama's still living in the same house she's living in now. Like, I would not feel comfortable. Like, I mean, I feel, I feel like this as far as me. My close family is not going to be struggling. If I get to a certain point, like, they already know my grandma finna have what the fuck she want. My sister finna have what the fuck she want. My mama, I'm going to give her what she give me because she give me a hard time. I mean, <laughs> I just ran to play it. I don't give my mama whatever she want because that's my mama and, like, she done did everything for me. But everybody else... I mean, don't get me wrong. I got other family members I do stuff for that I will do stuff for, and I am going to do stuff for. I don't got to name everybody. That's crazy. But I mean, for some people that ain't never really tried to help themselves or put themselves in other positions, honestly, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to help you. 
And that's just me being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you have never shown to me that if you in a position that you get some money, you're going to do something good with it. And all you do is going to blow it. Why the fuck would I give you 10 K? Why would I give you a hundred K for you to just blow it? I mean, yeah, I, was, I, now I get that. Like, like I said, like if I was ever get like a whole lot of money, like, of course the first person going to go first person I'm make, you know, share some coins to is like my mama being like my sister and my nephew, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to give it to my cousin right. who got damn near, how many kids got? He got three kids and spent the stimulus on himself and now his damn kids. I'm not going to give it to him. Exactly. I'm, not give, <laughs> I'm not giving it to somebody. I'm not giving it to my cousin, my aunt, my uncle, whoever that has kids and they don't do shit for their kids when them taxes roll in and you get eight, seven thousand dollars. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, nah, Because you don't know how to use money. But I also feel like that's the same type of answers when it comes to your community or your state, your nation or whatever. You know, I understand that some people really are helpless and I do believe in helping the people that are super, super helpless. But as far as the people that don't want to do anything mm-hmm. and are okay with whatever, I don't feel like you're obligated to help them out. And if you don't help them out, I'm not going to shame you or get on your ass about it because... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it just depends. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I what the baby I can see because and then one thing I saw on Twitter, people was comparing the situation that happened with the baby to the situation that happened recently with Sweetie. And the difference between that was if y'all aren't aware, like somebody wanted to give Sweetie, I think it was like a t-shirt from the clothing line for free, like just give it to her for free. She's like, oh, how much? It was like, no, like, you know, like, I just want you to wear it. You ain't got paper. And she's like, no, like how much? And he did not give her a price. And she just handed him over like, I don't know, it was like three, $400, just like that. But I'm like, that's kind of different because the person that was trying to give her the t-shirt was being real genuine. And she and like wasn't trying to get over on Sweetie, which is why she felt propelled to give the person a lot more than what they asked for. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you really cannot compare those two situations because these little boys trying to get it how they live, which I ain't hating, but you can't try to get over on people and expect them to not catch on. And, you know, and I think that's a lot of the reason why people, like, when people get to a certain status, they don't feel the need to give back as much to the Black community because... I'm not going to say that there was a little boy's idea to do that, but it probably was their mom's idea. And a lot of moms, young moms or whoever, they have that same mindset. Oh, he got money. You need to make sure he give you this in the third. And I think that's why we have a lot of that problem within our community where people aren't willing as willing to give back as they are in other nationalities because of how people are when it comes to somebody with money just how you say it i'm sure other nationalities don't feel that okay when my cousin get she get rich she a millionaire that i'm rich too i need to get this i need a range rover no don't nobody else feel like that (laughs) don't nobody else feel like that like that's exactly why it it is the way that it is but I mean, but, we not we not in any other nationality, so we really don't know. No, 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 we're not. But you don't really see that topic come up a lot in other nationalities. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, my Twitter is black as hell. I don't have a lot of Caucasians in Asia. Well, my Twitter is. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, my Twitter is black, but I am all around type of 
girl. So <laughs> I do have many Caucasian people that I follow that follow me as well as other races. And I mean, even if still, I just have never heard like, I mean, maybe like you said, maybe I just don't know, but as far as what I've seen publicly, nationally, I have just never seen a big outrage about a white man not giving his money up to an, a, a poor white man because guess what? They're all about status over there. I will say that. Then again, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't going to say what I really want to say. Because okay. <laughs> I'm going to say white people, I'm like, hmm. A part of me, I know there are Caucasian people that are poor and follow hard times. But since we are in America that was built off of, you know, was built off black people backs, but you know, in America, country that's like so many people got all these, you know, generational wealth that are Caucasian, because they been had it. It's just like when I see very, very poor white people, I just be very like something, I'm just be like, hmm. Like, what the hell went wrong for you? Myth. Because you're a white. <laughs> you're a white. Now, black people being poor, 100% get it. 100% get it. Okay? We got reason to be poor because the system that did us wrong. But mm-hmm. you, a Caucasian in America, you ain't use your privilege right. Yeah. They did. They did. It is. So sometimes, sometimes, like you, like everybody has a, a poor side, and some people just didn't know how to. They just didn't want to work hard enough how to try to tell us. But that's another topic for another day. So, um, like we said, you know, there was some like, situation with the baby. There was a situation with Sweetie. Um, there's a situation with Soulja Boy. Literally, like two days after the situation with the baby happened, he ended up giving them however much money they wanted from him, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, Soulja Boy, you're just a hero!" You know, congratulations, Soulja Boy, for doing that and being uh, maybe the first. You know, <laughs> but um, congratulations for that. I just feel like it was, you know, that situation. Um, good for him, but I don't feel like he was obligated to do that. And I just hope that other people get that mindset that you're not obligated to give your money away or things that you've earned just because somebody else didn't do it. Because in the, the day, y'all have the same 24 hours. How you chose to use your resources is different. Now, I will say it does depend. Yeah, because people, because different people got different. People, not everybody has access to the same resources. So that's no, they, and they and they and they don't. They don't have access to the same resources. Um like when people say you got the same 24 hours as Beyonce, but bitch, do I got money like Beyonce? Do I got resources like Beyonce? Do I have connects like Beyonce? I feel like you just have to work a little bit harder on certain aspects, but I do understand what people are saying because you did. Same resources, but now nah. <laughs> sometimes it's definitely a little bit harder to do certain things that other people just can do easily at their thing. But you know, that's that on that. So, Jayla, how are you feeling this week? Man, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I always be like, I'm ready, then I don't ready. Okay, I know how I'm feeling this week. Okay, so the way I'm feeling is this song not really new. I'm feeling like Meeting by um, Gucci Mane. 
and it features Fugiano and Big Lotto. And it's basically a little sample remix of Me in My Bedroom by Silk. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Yeah, I love that song because first of all, I love me in my bedroom. I love Big Lotto. Um, I like Gucci Mane. And I love Fukiano. Free him. Free that man. So, yeah, me in my bedroom. Well, meeting is called meeting. That's how I'm feeling. Not because I'm meeting anybody in my bedroom because it's mm, very much me, myself, and I in there. But. <laughs> That's how I feel. I like that song. It's being raining, so it's giving a girl sex appeal. How you feeling? So I've been feeling very much bedroom boom, and that's because I've been talking to my first best friend from elementary school. I've been best friends since K-5. Um, and, you know, she got a little baby or whatever. She got a little girl, and, you know, she was just telling me, like, her little girl's coming off the chain. And, you know, I was just thinking about, wow, we was little, we was really off the chain, so I understand what you're saying. But um, I just remember when I was little, my mom used to go in the store. I used to listen to Bedroom Boom. Mm-hmm. I used to sneak up in the Bedroom Boom by Yin Yang Twins in the vent. And so that is very much how I'm feeling because I think that is so funny. And with all of my friends, not all of my friends, all of my old friends, all of my past people I was cool with are having babies. I just think, wow, this is just a perfect example of this song, how I used to act while I won't be having any soon because of my little girl is bad. Yeah, so, a lot of my classmates are having the kids, not me though, never. So. Yeah, I'm just a little scared. I'm just a little scared of how they gonna act because baby, I can't do another challenge point too. So, anyways, um, this week I was drinking on. I don't even know if I still have whatever the hell. Yeah, a margarita. What kind of margarita? It was a mango margarita in a can. So they have a four pack that you can get from like I got it from um Towers, but I'm I don't even know. It's called like cut water tequila. Anyways. The first one, one can will definitely get you there. It's about 12.5%. Very good. It's not super good, but it is, it'll get you there. But what you drinking? Uh, you know, I went back to my basics. Um, cranberry juice, crown apple, and a little bit of Sprite for a little bit of fizz. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I might steal that at my next party. Yeah, real good, real cute or whatever. Hey, y'all, y'all really want to turn up. Do some for luck on some Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. Mm-mm, yeah, don't do that. You, <laughs> you may back out, but it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, make sure y'all are subscribed to us on all of our platforms. Y'all already know what we on Apple Music, oh, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and always follow us on Instagram at Cognac Confessions Podcast. Also, please DM us any topics that y'all want us to talk about or anything y'all want to see on our page because we're here for y'all. So exactly. Her. All right, y'all. Happy Friday. Y'all be safe this weekend. Wish me luck at my freaky big sip of paint. I can't wait to hear about it next week. <laughs> anyway, girl. Oh, I'm excited. All I know is before we leave, y'all, I swear to God, I all I gotta say is I did not pay $40. To see nothing below average. I, everything better be above average. 
up in there. When I say above, I mean, I better pull out that ruler and it's at least 12 inches. You can have bolo at that thing, girl. They gonna have you on Real Housewives. They live with the bolo. That's great, you know, I'm auditioning. Okay, well. We <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all.